0: Hello everyone, and welcome back to Cuminera, an Xquerian's Points podcast, or an all-queer cast Numenera podcast. I'm Kenny, the cast member who plays the lovable and simple lad, Hillian. If you love our show, we hope you'll rate us and review us on iTunes, or wherever you consume your podcasts. Every review makes Kelric, the GM and producer's eyes, sparkle, and helps new listeners to find us. We don't pay to advertise any of the podcasts on the Xquerian's Points network, so we hope you'll recommend us to your friends and just about anyone. Did you know that we had a Patreon? We are grateful to everyone who's already become a patron. You keep our mics on and our dice rolling. We've got some great rewards, so check them out at patreon.com slash points. Are you planning to go to Momocon this Memorial Day? So is Steph from our Starfinder podcast. She'll be flying down to Atlanta, Georgia, so if you see her, say hi. Keep an eye on her Twitter for details as to her daily activities. In this episode of Cuminera, the mystery begins to unfold as we the players are learning just what we have stepped into in the City of Steel. We are quickly burning through our resources. Tiuna and Rilu are on the precipice of civility and are at the brink of falling into the pit of surliness. Will we have enough energy to figure out the mysteries of this labyrinthian city? We invite you to sit back and enjoy episode number 8, Lost and Found in Translation.
1: Hello and welcome to q your all-queer Numenera podcast. I'm Kelric, my pronouns are he and him, and I will be your, as my husband likes to call it, the master in training, and I am here with my lovely friends.
2: I am Jess, my pronouns are she, her, and I play Tiuna, a mechanical nano who rides the lightning, and her pronouns are also she, her.
3: Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, my pronouns are they, them, and I play Rylou, a graceful glaive who speaks with a silver tug, and their pronouns are also they, them. Hi, my name is Kenny.
0: Uh, my pronouns are he, they, and I play Hillian, whose pronouns are he, him, and he has a pet Jacques.
1: All right, and with that, I believe Tiuna slash Jess has our recap for the day.
2: A creature from the ancient civilization we found was somehow... Uh, recreated from a medbay pod that we accidentally activated, and it constructed a piece of Numenera from the pieces we accidentally fabricated earlier. The creature tried to touch us with the Numenera, but with no way to communicate with them, we have no idea if this would have helped or only made things worse. While I tried to find ways to communicate, the creature kept trying to touch me with the Numenera, and that could have been very dangerous. My companions attacked it, and the creature died before we could figure out what was happening. Hillian's current pet then messed with some controls, and a new piece of Numenera seems to be under construction.
1: These are all correct statements, perfect.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's talk about this. You all have been at this for a long time. I would like to just go over how <laughs> long you have been in the City of Steel. You left the village, you got up early, you left the village and you came out to this hollow tree. After exploring for a while, you fell in, thanks to someone. And then, as you were regrouping, you were attacked by three steel spiders, where (laughs) Tuna was severely damaged. (laughs) And you have then gone through multiple rooms, climbed over several spire sort of things and had to expend extra effort to help Tuna because of their arm being damaged. You have come into several rooms that had Numenera that you've explored and then you have built Numenera. You've created people who apparently come to life. You have killed dead people. You have seen them reconstruct Numenera. It has been a lot.
0: So what I'm hearing you say is that we need a rest, like a nap.
1: (laughs) This is, you are going on a little over a full day of wakefulness. Fatigue is about to start setting in. And the mechanic for fatigue is going to be whichever pool you have that is at its lowest will drop by three points. Mm. And will continue to drop by another one point for every hour thereafter that you do not take a rest and by a rest I mean sleep <laughs> at least four hours of rest so I'm... this you have about five actions before you hit that point now that you have this awareness of where we're at go
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Ryler here's the uh oh that comes from Hillian and uh just real quick does anybody remember where i was you
1: you were pretty much right in front of that space arguing agreeing sort of about how if you decide to take this out this large Numenera that you don't actually know what it does and say this could help it could hinder here you go to the village as long as you don't just give it to edelale and you were sort of saying the same thing, but arguing about
3: it. <laughs> that sounds like us, yeah, okay, cool. Uh, so I hear that, uh-oh, and I turn around and I go, if it's not one thing, it's another. What is it?
0: Um, well, the the machine is going again. Jacques was just being very helpful right then. Um. I, I don't really want to stay and see what this is.
3: I. It's been a very, very long day. Well, we know from previous experience that this thing is going to build until it's complete anyway. And we obviously don't know how to use it. So, <laughs> and then I look at, I turn around and look at Tuna, Just like, exasperated. <laughs> exasperate. <laughs> I'm just like, done.
2: <laughs> yeah, we, I think we just need to get out of here. We have whatever this machine is. We need to figure out a plan for it. But we need to either decide to, like, stay the night in here and try to figure something out. Um, after some rest, or we need to go back to town and hope that people will leave us alone long enough for us to figure something out.
3: Uh, Real quick, how big is this machine that the creature was holding again? Like, can we carry it back home?
1: You absolutely can. Basically what they did was they took that rod and they affixed three separate pieces of Numenera to it. There are still two pieces of Numenera on the table that you don't know what they do that the being was dismissive of and there's the new one that's being built but this one is roughly 48 inches long now with the additional pieces attached to it and when tiona scanned it she just said that it is a, she discovered it's a much more powerful piece like there it's amplified in some way and you don't know how that's where you're at okay would anyone like oh. to do i don't know perception checks it's been
3: a little while Why
1: not? I mean, sure. Yeah? Okay. Let's see. You're in a room. Let me pull up the map so we can all look at it, because that might be helpful.
0: In a room where everyone is standing.
1: So you are in a room where there are the two med bays, this thing, what look like spines all around the room. Mm. So there are one, two, three, four exits. From the room you're in, you can see 20 feet up to the other platform with the hologram still going. None of the spines reach up there. I would just like, let's do a simple, yeah, we'll just do a TD2 standard perception check. So the goal was a six. We have a four from Rylu. I think is very tired. We have a five from Tiuna, who I think is very tired. And we have a 19 from Hillian who might have a little adrenaline because Jacques just did what they did and it could potentially be Hillian's fault. Who knows? So, Hillian, as you look around and you look at the exits because you're like, let's maybe just leave, you notice that they seem to have some sort of blue energy across them. All four of
0: them. Um... There's something going on. Yeah, uh, y'all look up look up there at those things that are arcing across the room. Um, I, I think we need to get out of here sooner than later.
2: Um uh, hold on one second. Uh, don't don't move yet. Don't move towards the doors yet. Uh, Tina's going to pull I don't know, something random out of her bag. Just like a sheet of paper or something, and like walk up to the door, walk up to the exit and just try to like throw it, like, crumple up a piece of paper into a ball and try to throw it through the door to see what happens. It bounces back away from the door. Does it look like it was scorched at all? Not in the slightest. It
1: just bounces back from the door.
2: Hmm. Okay, okay, she's going to try again with one of her batteries.
1: Okay. It bounces back and starts to roll away.
2: Okay. She'll gather her, her stuff back up so she's not just, like, leaving more litter in this place, but <laughs> also she'll turn around and say, I think <sighs> it looks like we might be trapped in this room. So... Uh-huh.
3: I love that tuna is uh, against littering in this abandoned, desolate city.
2: <laughs> abandoned right now until another thing appears <laughs> and then sees my trash and is like, why are you trash in my dead city?
3: I hate it when old dead races judge me. It's really unfortunate.
2: I'm saying.
1: It, let me just say, it's very funny that you're just like, no litter, no battery, but that skull and spine of someone from <laughs> your species... That's perfectly cool, right?
2: If I didn't cause <laughs> that. <laughs> trash, just... a, trash out, all right? Yeah, I'm cleaning up my mess.
0: <laughs> it's natural decay. It's fine. Um, <laughs> may, maybe this is a failsafe. May, maybe they, they, uh, they just have this until the Numenera is finished. Um, but I'm definitely getting off this table. Jock, Jock, come here.
3: We're, we're getting down. If and, this is uh, a failsafe, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, this now—it's the table. <laughs> if this is a failsafe and everything else we've created does not have one, that means that what's coming could be worse than anything else. I think we need to get out of here. Ryloo pulls out this little device. It's like a little, um, like you see it in TV shows. It's like a little hollow disc-looking thing, and uh, walks over to Tuna and goes, "This will create an instant shelter. Do you think if I put this up against a wall, it may raise? It may interfere with the barrier?" You know more about this Numenera than I do, but I've used these. They're very useful.
2: Um, I'd like to examine the the shield that's keeping us in. Sure. um, I guess I'll scan it.
1: OK. It's an energy field door. And the power source that seems to feed this is similar to the ones that feed the med bay and everything else that you were attempting to find out how to turn off. Do you recall? where that energy was coming from
2: it was coming from under the floor wasn't it yes hmm. um okay so it looks like the whatever is feeding this is the same energy source we were looking for before all of this started or before some of this started midway through you get it <laughs> uh it's possible activating your shelter would you know crumble a wall or something it is Equally possible, it would do absolutely nothing except for provide shelter for rest. It could also, if it does damage part of the structure, it could like knock things loose and it could be very dangerous for us.
3: All right. Riley will uh, put it back in their backpack and, and say, well, if it's not the solution, we need to find another one. We've already looked for this power source and we can't find it.
2: What exactly is your uh, shelter?
3: If I put it down, it'll make a ten by ten space for us. It's it can't be moved after that though, which is why I asked you first. It may end up blocking off the uh, the exit altogether, but it also we we could theoretically sunder the wall and open up the other side if we had to. Uh, we use it when we travel um, when when we travel for our uh, to get wares back in back in the city where I'm from.
2: And you just leave these immovable shelters in your wake? It's fine. That part doesn't matter. Uh, Yes, this is a good idea. Um, And I said, there's no way of knowing exactly what will happen when you use it.
3: It's not like the desolate wasteland that we live in as a world isn't already littered all the time.
2: Yeah, I already said that part doesn't matter.
3: (laughs) Right little roll their eyes. How far up is
0: the next platform?
2: 20 feet.
0: Yeah, so even if we got on top of the shelter, we would don't we would need to be able to mount ten more feet.
3: We've already tried um, hacking into these medical bay, um, like hacking into the medical yes. bays, right? Like underneath it, they're like impossible yeah. to come.
1: Well, you have literally tried to shave away part of it. You have not tried to track where the power comes from, side of underneath, or looked around to see if there's a way down to get there
0: i i think the better way to phrase that is we have failed to track <laughs> and failed to access no
1: you you have tried multiple ways of doing it including just saying there's an entryway which i had to say no to <laughs>
3: <laughs> but we tried you tried <laughs> this land is a very magical place who knows what's there <laughs> Tina, would you would your would your would ability to see things show you where the power source is coming from besides below? Is there a direct line?
2: I mean, when I tried to scan it before it, all it told me was below. So I could try to scan again, but we're also getting very tired. So maybe you can put up your shelter. And if it doesn't work to like deactivate the field, if nothing else, it'll give us shelter and we can rest and then just try again after we sleep.
3: Oh, so it's okay to leave permanent shelters and other people. Well, it's just not wild.
2: Okay, you're right. Let's <laughs> not do that. Tell me all of your great ideas that don't involve your idea of putting this shelter down. <laughs> Excuse me for trying to compromise.
3: <laughs> um, Riley will walk over to Hillian and put their arm on his shoulder and go, "Hillian, do you think Jacques? Do you think Jacques can do?" Um, just run across whatever buttons he just ran across again? Is isn't that smart?
0: I mean, Jacques, uh, Jacques's capable of a lot of things. Um, the, the the problem is is that the more buttons Jacques presses, the, the more likely we're going to get more Numenera. Um, and this room is only
3: so big. Yes, I mean, it'd be terrible if we got crushed to death simply because we kept pressing buttons.
2: I mean, the option that we haven't addressed yet is that we could try to activate the Numenera. Like, true, we don't know what it does, and it could potentially kill one of us, or all of us, or make things worse, but there's also, we're just stuck in this room, and we can keep trying to investigate to find the power source, or we can try to do what the creature was doing and see if that does something.
0: I mean, I I, I could be wrong, but I think the creature was trying to heal itself by stealing your life.
3: That's what it looked like to me.
2: It's certainly possible. It's also something that if it was the case, if whatever that creature put together was something that could have helped the villagers, it's possible that it needs to come into contact with someone who would who would like give it the DNA to actually like kill them to what they were before. And I don't know if that is something that we can do. I mean, as far as we know, they're a humanoid, but there's I mean Basically what I'm saying is I can't ask any of us to like volunteer to be the one to try it. And I don't know for sure that any of us, if we touch it, would actually fix anything. So we're sort of stuck here. We can just try it and see what happens and hope for the best, or we can just like keep, I don't know, twiddling our thumbs and hoping that something else happens.
3: Riley just kind of taps their foot because they sure as hell are not going to be the one to sacrifice themselves. That is not in their character arc.
1: Is it in their character arc to be affected by whatever happens if that's the case since Remember, last time, it affected an entire village out from where the original person activated it.
3: (laughs) Yeah, we definitely should not do that. That sounds like something that could turn us into one of those creatures.
0: Okay, so there are a couple problems here. A, we're stuck. B, we have a Numenera device that we don't know what it does or how to use it other than touching it. C, we're tired. We should solve at least one of these problems.
1: <laughs> uh okay so let's prioritize <laughs> what's most important to y'all is it stopping this new monera from being built or is the assumption here that the new monera that was initiated here is what closed the doors
3: oh, that's Hillian's assumption is Rylou literally thinks it's just a button that jacques pressed like there's got to be a closed door button
1: that could mean pressing more buttons Or it could be trying to figure out where the power's from to turn it off, or it could just be, you know what, we'll just wait and see and take a nap and wake up to whatever we wake up to. It could be using the Numenera that you have, examining it more, or whatever you want to do. What would your characters do?
2: I have an out-of-game question. Sure a lot of gms i play with if you like roll to try something and the the roll just like doesn't cut it they don't let you try again um so i'm wondering if that's how you play too so like tuna rolled to try to figure out where the power source is coming from and just rolled poorly so does that mean i can't try again or would you allow me to try again because i've been so- operating under the assumption that like you try once and then that's what you did
1: What I would let you do is explore around the room doing your scan, looking for the power source. Like, you couldn't do it in the exact same place, but your scan is a 10 foot by 10 foot area, and you're in a larger than that room, so... Mm -hmm. And these things are really high. You were on top of the table, I believe, when you did the scan. Rilu was (laughs) underneath and just started trying to cut away at the floor while you were on it, and so... If you move around and you have a justification, like you're trying to do something slightly different, I'm totally fine with it. But if you're like, I'm going to be in the same spot doing the exact same thing over and over again, that I'm not going to allow.
2: Okay. And how many actions are we up to before we start taking fatigue points?
1: So, so far you've really only been talking (laughs) and a little less doing other than throwing batteries and paper. So
2: well, we did roll once for something.
1: Yeah. So I would really say that you're pretty much that's we're going to have that be just one. So you have four more and I will give you a countdown as you get closer. I will let you know. But okay. we are really just talking through what's going on, which I think is really going along well with the fatigue status. So it's perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think Rylo is going to work under the assumption that all the power is coming from the main control panel. But basically I'm going to uh, Rylo walks around the the medical bay that's off to the right, the space that we're in, mm-hmm. and so they look up to the giant platform that's above us, it's 20 feet above us, and they're uh-huh. assuming that the control, the power must be coming from there. Okay. So they're looking to see if they could see anything that is useful, or maybe a way up there. I know the spines don't reach the whole way, but maybe there's some of those uh, handholds that we'd climbed on previously.
1: Okay, sure. You're just doing a, a standard check, so that's a DC-3.
3: Alright, well I don't have the intellect points to do that, so I'm gonna just roll it, because I have three left.
1: This is a 17, which does give you a very minor effect, I believe.
3: Uh, 17 is just on attack, it deals one point of damage. The minor effects just uh, don't come in until 19.
1: Oh, okay. You are only looking up, is what you're saying? See- I'm looking
3: to see, if, yeah, I'm looking to see if there's any way to access up there, if there's anything coming from the control panel down to us, just looking.
1: Looking up at the base of this platform that's 20 feet up in the Steel City, you do see that the there's no way to get up there that you can see. Everything sort of curves so much that you would have to jump at least 12 feet in order to make it over which unless you have some special jump or fly ability you are not likely to make but looking at it you can see in the green light that it looks like there are conduits and everything underneath the platform that you don't know what they do but you see that it's not just flat on the bottom that's about all you can tell
3: tina if you look over here it looks like the powers may be coming from under, as you said, underneath the platforms, but actually attached to it. If you look up, up there, there are some sort of sources attached uh, to the to the main control hub. And I'll point that out to Tiana because they're, she's better at this than I am.
2: Um, can I use the, like studying the layout of what the conduits look like on the platform above to try to figure out where the power source might be for the platform we're on? Sure,
1: that would be a I think that'd be slightly challenging so it's a int 5 dc if you have anything to lower it then let's let's do this let's see what you got
3: can Rylo assist them by pointing out the like specific conduits that they saw me like oh well there's there's one over there and over there
1: sure i'll let perhaps use that as an asset cool. drop it down one
2: um Cool, because I don't really have anything else that I can use to lower that.
1: I would give you the understanding Numenera. I mean, the okay, thing is Numenera as far as I'm concerned? So,
2: all right, then yeah, I'll use my understanding Numenera.
1: So that means your <laughs> your goal was an eleven, and you rolled a seven. Cool. And is there anyone else who understands Numenera who might be able to help with this? Try and figure it out.
3: No, I'm really bad at that.
1: Okay. I think is that, it. I think if you do it, it, it it goes up a step, doesn't it?
0: Yep. Hillian <laughs> uh, understands Numenera, so he can help.
1: Okay. If you wanna if you wanna make the same roll, then you're welcome to do so.
3: Okay.
1: It's going to be and with both of them pointing things out, I'll even give you two assets. So your target number is a ten. If you want to expend some effort, you can. Oops. Uh,
0: well, the first one is the no, roll, so.
1: I, I was asking a question. Do you yep. want to expend some effort or just just go? Uh,
0: sure, I'll expend some
1: effort. So that'll be. So your target number is an eight. Okay. 15. 15. Hey. Okay. So you see that from what you can tell, it looks like there is some sort of central area, and you see that there are a few spines, like the ones that climb up, that go down underneath this to a central point, and there's only two of them on that upper one, and they come from the north and the east to just come to that center point or whatever that
0: is. Okay, so I feel like uh what would what would have happened is that Jacques would have run off a little bit while Tina and Riley were talking about all of this, and Hillian would have followed uh Jacques and like, oh come come back they we're trying to figure some things out and Jacques kind of runs up near the edge and Hillian peers over and looks down and says, um are are these important these could be it
3: yeah riyler straight up just looks at to uh-huh. uh
2: yeah I mean it looks like that could possibly be the way down good job hillian uh, uh,
3: uh, do we
0: I mean are we cutting the power do we need to break these i, I I'm so
1: tired <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do think we need to find a way to cut the power uh I am not the best at climbing
1: oh yeah you would have two step enhanced difficulty with your arm
2: right <laughs> So <laughs> this is a tough one because I'd probably be the one most able to figure out like what needs to be done to turn off the power, but I'm not able to get down there. So it might be that we have to try to send Rylou if they're willing.
1: That is a possibility. You are now two steps away from the exhausted state I talked about.
3: Okay, so here's an issue strictly from a mechanical point if i have to go down there that's one action and then if i have to cut something or do whatever that's another action Mm -hmm. so hanging underneath a platform i will suddenly become fatigued and fall and die
1: no fatigued will drop you down three points on your lowest thing which will if any of your if it brings your stat pool down to zero it brings you to the impaired status So, effort costs one extra point per level, rolls of 17 plus only deal one extra damage, you ignore all major and minor effects. It makes things a little more challenging for you, and every hour thereafter you go down and the damage track is hail where you are currently, impaired, debilitated, and dead. So. Debilitated is basically you'll be going down by one point in your next lowest every hour after that. So it's not like dead is super close. Like I'm looking at yours and, oh yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. your yeah. intellect will go to zero. Yeah. And your might and speed, you ha- so your speed is your next lowest. You'll have 10 more hours before you hit debilitated and then it'll go up by two, and so you'll have a few more hours after that before you are dead. But yeah, you all are super, super close to that happening.
3: Alright, so if I'm hearing correctly, someone needs to climb down there and find a way to cut the power? Well, is there anything I can do short of actually cutting the power? Because I will be taking my weapons to this thing. There's no way I'm going to be able to figure out how to turn this off the way that it's supposed to be turned off.
0: I mean, Jacques did a good job trying. Well, Jacques was doing something else, I think. But th- there are buttons, there are lots of buttons.
3: Worst case scenario, we press more buttons. I'll climb down, I'll try to figure out a way to turn it off. You all, I don't watch that Numenera device and try to find a way to turn it off from up here? You you have that razor wire filament stuff. I, that that could be used, I think. It didn't work up here, but I'll definitely be trying it down there as well. Okay. Um, I was gonna say um, Riley would start looking for a, a way to climb down, like some some steps or some handholds or something.
1: Yeah. So just like everything else, there are these handholds, but this thing is flush against the edge, which is why you didn't notice it right away. And so figuring out how to climb down is it's it's basically like when you're at the top of a rock wall and you have to figure out how to just. Get yourself over the edge and climb down, and then hold on. Yeah. That's what you're at? Do you have rope or anything in your packs that you can use uh, to tie them so that you, you're sure that Riley won't
2: fall to their death? Does do you? I, can, I have my indestructible scarf.
1: Yeah, which we'll say is about 13 feet.
3: I have 50 feet of rope.
1: Whichever you prefer.
3: <laughs> Probably the 50 feet of rope.
2: Yeah, <laughs> much more rope to work with.
3: Super um, cool. <laughs> Riley will pull out the rope and um, hand it, or I guess look for somewhere to tie it off. There's spines all around this platform, right? There should be a way to tie it off onto one of those.
1: While you're doing that, you all hit the fatigue state. So each of you drop your lowest stat by three points.
3: All right, Riley's down the damage track.
1: Anyone else down the damage track? Very close, but not yet.
3: Not yet. Riley gets real woozy and like stumbles for a second. And, uh, and pulls themselves back up like nothing happened because that's Rylou. Do, do you want an egg? I think I have an egg. It could help. Thank you, Hylian, we just need to get out of here. And Rylou's like holding their head a little bit and uh, and then Stark continues to tie off the rope.
1: Let's be clear, Rylou is down on their intellect pool. And so they are doing tasks with their intellect impaired.
3: Some people would argue I never had any. <laughs>
1: but they also are allowing you to do all of this work. It's cool. All
3: right. It's weird, right, that, you know, (laughs) one who's the, you know, least useful, some would say, uh, does a lot of the work up here.
1: (laughs) Okay, so you're going to climb down. Is anyone holding the rope, or are we just letting it tied off and walking around? What are we doing?
0: I I think Helion would try help try to hold the rope um, with it tied down, too.
2: Yeah, Tiana would also help, but would definitely depend on it being anchored somewhere. Mm -hmm.
1: Ralu has anchored it both Hillian and Tuna are supporting it we're going to make this just we'll make it two, you're not going super far, it's just going to be two task rolls and they are going to be so the first one is going to be a TD4 and it'll be a speed roll and the second will be a TD3 and it will be a might roll
3: Okay, cool. So for speed, I am good at balance and careful movement and climbing. So whichever one.
1: You can use both as far as I'm concerned. You can drop it down by two steps.
3: Cool. So that's Three, a thing. Six. That brings. Oh, barely. Hey. A seven.
1: Okay. So you're able to get over the edge and find your hand in footholds. And as you do, you see that there are several. And just like if you had been climbing up, it does not seem super challenging you do have to sort of boulder around so that you are facing the direction you want to climb but you're able to actually move it so that you are facing that direction using your speed now the might roll is going to be able to pull yourself onto the correct side and up towards the center and remember the might roll is a td
3: okay we're gonna do some effort there too which as being a glaive i've edged in that as well so it's only gonna bring me down to a nine
1: so it starts off at a nine, that'll bring it down to a six, and since you you have climbing, and that's what you're doing, it'll bring it down to a one, so you have a three.
3: Perfect.
1: Both right. Or better.
3: Come on, come on. Ah, oh, 19! 19.
1: 19, that is awesome.
3: I think I ignore minor effects though, huh?
1: <laughs> you do ignore minor major effects. How handy would that have been? right all right so you climb to the the point of this thing and you actually find that there's like a little platform that looks like it might have been some sort of weird seat for these larger creatures but for you it's just something you can stand on (laughs) you you see that that comes up to what some would describe as a nipple (laughs) and just because it drives kenny Mm -hmm. when i say that it is a, a circular protrusion from the base that does indeed have more button symbols on it.
3: Oh, gosh.
1: You don't know the order to press them, but you would assume they have something to do with opening or dealing with this section of the,
3: the oh, oh, this could be so bad. I could, like, deactivate the hover abilities of this. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, Rilu yells and uh, hopes that they hear them. Hey, there's more buttons. Should I just start pressing them?
2: We still have a uh, like a sheet of um some buttons that Dax had figured out, right?
1: You have a sheet that buttons that someone had figured out.
2: What do the buttons look like?
3: I yell up what the buttons look like. <laughs> You want me to make it up? I can do yeah, that in character. That's
1: what that's what that's what Kenny did.
2: Kenny was just like,
1: it looks like this.
3: There's one that's a swirly with a with a stick coming out of it. Another one looks like a grotesque face. There's one that's the size of my palm that looks like it could simply be a chair. One is like 14 cubes in a circle. It was on yeah. and on. <laughs>
0: Um, Hillian produces the the recipe for the Numenera earlier and looks at it and kind of turns it to Tuna. Maybe maybe they should avoid pushing any one of these. I mean, we're, we're, the thing is already going, creating one Numenera. Um, I just don't want to risk creating more.
2: Um, Clark, how far into the creation process is the machine at this point? Oh, are you looking at that now? Sure. <laughs> um,
1: why don't you turn around and look at it? Okay, <laughs> done. <laughs> <laughs> so when you look at it, you see that it's, if you'll recall the the creature that crumbled away to nothing up to the speed on things. So it was going much, much faster. So this thing is almost finished. It's, it's certainly looking like a thing at this point. Not that you know what it is. So I can't really tell you the percentage, but it looks pretty, pretty, pretty tall and close to done.
2: Okay. <laughs> would it be too early for me to try to examine it to try to figure out what it does?
1: You'll recall last time you tried to scan or examine something while it was in creation, since there was no, it wasn't completed, there was no power added to it, and so okay. you weren't able to get any more information. If you would like to try it anyway, you're welcome to, but just- Yeah, I'll it. wait till it's done. Okay.
3: All right. So I have an idea. or. What type of group are we? Are we a group that encourages role play for the sake of role play, even if it might kill everybody? Yes. <laughs>
2: sure.
3: <laughs> All All right. if, it's,
0: if it's something that uh,
3: that uh, Riley would genuinely do, go for. Oh yeah, I'm not trying to kill anybody, but I feel like they're down here alone and they're really frustrated and their their intellect is at zero right now. So I feel like they grab one, they go through their backpack, they grab a spike out of it, and they have a hammer as well, and they just try to drive it into this panel. <laughs> i don't know if they're gonna be able to pierce it but man they're they're so done
1: okay you are you have what's the spike made out of what how do you have spikes what are the, how do you justify spikes
3: it's part of the explorers pack it's for climbing so i okay. whatever it would sure. be okay
1: sure and you're not are you hitting one of the buttons or are you hitting just a solid area above the button where are you hitting
3: um, I'm just putting it in the center of the panel, where there's probably not a button, and I'm just trying to drive the spike into it with a hammer that I have as part of the Explorer's pack as well. High or low? Uh, high.
1: Great. Roll percentile dice. Okay. High, you do it. You succeed. Your opinion is is hard enough to get through.
3: Okay. Nope.
1: Your opinion bends
3: all right i'll throw it off to the side i'm probably not going to get through this i i'm so tired i'm going to hit
2: buttons oh oh no okay (laughs) okay okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) well can we react to the noise of something slamming into
1: absolutely uh
2: so before you try anything else drastic tuna calls down um it looks like whatever is being built right now is almost done so maybe let's wait for this to finish and see if anything changes that you can see, like if anything lights up or you see like a power surge or anything like that, because that might give us a hint about what what we can do to turn it off.
0: I'll continue watching the the, the force field energy thing. Maybe it will stop when the, the Numenera stops.
2: Okay, and I'll keep an eye on the Numenera if you keep an eye on... Uh, Rylou, if you keep an eye on just, like, everything that you can see down there and see if anything changes once it's complete.
0: Do, do you want me to send Jacques down to keep you company? He's a good chatter.
3: No, Jacques is, Jacques belongs up there with you. He might be able to help you watch the doors. Yeah, you're right. He's a good watcher, too. And uh, so Rylu is going to sit down here and rest while everyone watches things. And... I am going to put eight points back in my end select roll from the recovery rolls that I did.
1: Perfect. The Numenera completes. There's standard flash that says it's done. Rylou, when that happens, you notice that a couple of the buttons just light up real quick and then dim down. The the buttons that you're seeing that, you know, it was basically light that lets you see the symbols, they all just sort of lose energy. They all just sort of dim down to a more Sedate thing. Hillian, you see that the doors are still locked. There's, they're still in place for some reason. Tuna, you see that the thing is done. So if you want to scan it, you're welcome to scan it.
2: Um, I'm not going to use my scan ability. I'm just going to try to like investigate it in a normal way to see if I can figure out what it is.
1: Okay. So you're going to climb up the ladder and and look at it? Yeah. Okay. Climb up the ladder and you look at it. It's going to be... It's slightly different from all the other ones you've seen. You're not really sure what it is. It's shaped like a really weird base. So it's got like a a base that it's almost like a hookah is what it looks like. It's, so it's got <laughs> a base that sort of comes into what starts to look like a cone. And then it makes a bubble out. And then at the top, it's sort of starts to look like it's enclosed and it bubbles out again and a third time and then it comes up to a point so does that image make sense for you
2: yeah i think so
1: okay so you look at that there are several designs etched into all of the the bulbous parts and it almost looks like a maze like it's all of these lines etched and it looks kind of like a maze there up until you get to the top of the bulbous part, and then each of the, the lines sort of comes up to the very tip.
2: Okay. So just by like examining, like looking very closely at all of this stuff in my understanding of Numenera, am I able to determine an approximation of what it is or what it does?
1: You've never seen anything like this. All of the Numenera you're, you're seeing here are so different from anything that you've ever been exposed to with the order of truth. The part of you that is ingrained in the order of truth's knowledge, knows that bringing absolutely any of these pieces back would be more important to them than any of the villagers that you were sent here to try and bring because these things are years worth of studying for their best members like this stuff is fascinating and you can tell that the Numenera that's been produced here like if the Order of Truth knew about this place they would come here and they would just hit buttons until they found until they built figured out how to just constantly build whatever it is because building numenera like this is absolutely insane this would be this is one of the greatest finds that the order of truth could ever ever
2: imagine
3: and who here is actually loyal to the order of truth like i was forced into it
2: um tina's kind of not like she doesn't have anything against the order but that's definitely not like she didn't come from them she's basically just here because her mentor told her to go here So she's here until her mentor like calls her back.
0: And Hillian is just happy to be here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you found Hillian in a forest.
3: (laughs) You said that's like it's a bad thing. You don't just find people in forests sometimes. (laughs) He's helpful at times. It's really good. Rylo doesn't know all of this about how worthy this would be to the order because Rylo would totally sell this out in order to get their debt paid off.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. This would this find, anything that builds Numenera like this, it's insane. They would risk just about anything to be able to get this. But so would other organizations.
3: Or Adalole's, you know, whatever.
1: I don't know, I mean, (laughs) your opinion of Adalole is your opinion of Adalole.
3: (laughs) Not high, I promise. (laughs) Alright, anybody doing anything, or do we want me to press button, do we want me to do things? I was told to wait. (laughs)
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Tiana just wanted to wanted you to wait and see if like anything lit up when the Numenera was complete. So, like, if you see something, she's happy to hear your next plan.
3: Did the did the did the device just finish? Three buttons lit up, and then all of them went darker.
2: Yeah, it did just finish.
3: Should I press those doesn't... three buttons? Um,
0: maybe you press a button that didn't light up. Maybe. It... It's
3: me. How to get? Maybe it's not Simon. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So Raylu's gonna sit here, and and they're staring up at these buttons. And they, a sigh comes out, and they've recovered a little bit of their mental faculties. and, And they go, "All right, if those three control the power, then those are the three I'm going with." And they're gonna press the three buttons.
1: Okay. Each button you push does something different. Oh no. So, the first button you push, you see a crack develop in the protrusion that holds all of them. And it's not like a break, it's like a seam opens. Mm. And so, there's a little bit of light escaping, but it doesn't open very far, It's just it just op- creates this seam. The second button you push, you have no idea what it does. And the third button you push, you have no idea what it does. Does anyone up top? What are you all doing? Where where are you all looking? What are you doing? Let's start with Jess.
2: Um, Tina is still sort of like holding a bit of slack on the rope, but has walked kind of further away and probably like tried to hook it around something so she could get up to examine the, the Numenera piece. Mm-hmm. So she's still up there like examining it, trying to figure out what exactly it is, but has like hooked a little bit of the the rope that Riley's connected to, like the slack of it onto something so that she can like run back and grab it if they start to fall.
1: Okay, so you're on the step stool that lets you see up there, but you're just there. Yeah. Um, excuse me, roll me a, please roll a perception check at a DD two. Oh yeah, a 16. So you notice that the step stool gets jostled a little as something hits it. And when you look down, it looks like a panel has opened and is slowly pushing you away, the step stool away from the table. Yeah, so you need to keep your balance and maybe get down, but it is pushing you away.
2: Okay. Um, yeah, Tune is gonna climb down that, that step stool to try to examine the panel. Okay.
1: And Hillian, what are you
2: doing?
0: Hillian is holding uh, the rope, staring up at the emitters for the, the the energy door thing, and just monitoring to see if they change with Riley pushing buttons.
1: Okay, so the doorways don't change. Facing that direction, you don't actually see anything. Right. So that takes us back to Rylou. Rylou, what are you gonna do?
3: I'm going to try to open up that seam. Put my fingers in there and try to pry it open.
1: Okay. Roll a perception and not a perception. Roll a percentile die and high or low.
3: Oh uh, at this point, always low. Okay. At this point in my in my D D campaign. Mm. My my tabletop life. And of course. <laughs> Seventy three. <laughs> I got the Will Wheatons. The good news
1: is you're able to open the the crack enough that you can see in there. The bad news is that the way you chose to open it, you get a shock of this energy and you're going to take, oh, let's just say four points of damage. That's
3: a big shock.
1: Yeah, it is. It's going to hit your speed. Yeah.
3: Four points of damage is a lot in this. So I'm going to, I don't know how they would react. Is it like, is it like forceful? Like, do I get thrown back or is it just like a little, like a big jolt of electricity?
1: It's a big jolt of electricity that freezes you. Oh, gosh. Okay. And then it just releases you. Like, you just, you know, it just locks your body. And then after it passes, it unlocks. And it's just because you were pushing it open and your hand touched like a live wire, basically. But yeah was it I mean this thing is powering something that builds super Numenera. So oh I'm lucky to not be dead <laughs> yeah I mean it could have just fried you totally it's open <laughs> and yeah you you can see inside now that there is a very strong energy source that you probably don't want to touch again at least not with your hands and that it is attached to some sort of tube like protrusions that are different colored they go sort of like a spider web out the one you touched was the same blue as the doors there are three of those coming out of it and there everything's in uh, order of threes so there are three blue three green and three black coming off of this in okay. a spider web fashion that comes out that's what you see
3: all right, um, so Riley's gonna call up. I've got a hatch open down here, but it looks like that there are tubes coming off of it there's there's nine of them um some of them are the same color as the doors. um should I break those um, my my concern is that if I start breaking things, this whatever has this suspended may no longer be suspending it
0: i mean you are attached to a rope that a that's a it's a failsafe. Um, <laughs> But I, I get your trepidation.
2: Well, we'll either be stuck down here forever and die, or you'll pull some cords and we'll die, or you'll pull some cords and we'll get out of here. So I feel I like, try it.
0: Why does death have to be the end result for
1: two of those choices?
2: <laughs> I, you know, I wish that, they, that it weren't.
1: Tina, <laughs> but once, we- Tina, when Riley was jolted, You noticed that the panel that opened for you flickered and it's, it moved a little more slowly and the lights dimmed significantly.
2: The lights inside the panel or the lights Mm -hmm. like all around us,
1: the lights inside the panel and the, and the entire platform flickered.
0: Like the, the energy door stuff too?
1: No, I specifically the platform that Tino was looking at. Okay. Uh, no one was looking at the med bay, so you have no idea if it affected them.
2: Does uh, are there like tubes inside the panel that I'm looking in?
1: Not inside the panel. I mean, you haven't really explored the panel much, but you know, the surface area is it's a lot more streamlined than the buttons on top. Like it's not like the kid size. This is a lot more delicate looking. It's it's kind of got that green circuitry light going from it. And yeah, it's it's much more smooth Like when it opened. like it, You feel like you would have to explore more to learn something about it.
2: OK, Tina will call down to Rylu. Um OK, hold on a second. Let me try to see if I can figure anything out from this panel that just opened. And then we'll see what we can see. Um, and she's going to like move the uh, steps still out of the way and try to get a closer look inside the panel that opened. OK.
1: Now that it's open, do you want to try scanning it and seeing what you see, or what, do you, what are you doing? Um, this? Are you
2: for now, she's just going to like like look inside of there and see like literally what she can see.
1: Okay, so you see this this platform, and it looks like there are several areas where there are seams that you might be able to do something with, but it looks like it would take some sort of delicate tools. I don't know what you have on you, able to pry and lift and open things but if you wanted to get underneath this top part you could do that otherwise it looks like there are smaller button symbols that are more like it almost feels like like you can depress them but until you depress them it's almost like a touch screen for what we would know
2: hmm okay i don't really have like tools of any kind um can i just try to like pry them up with my hands
1: you can try it's gonna be a td5 because they're very narrow i mean like it'd be a challenge to get your nails in and you did spit your longest nail into the other pool so (laughs) do what you can
2: okay um i mean i don't really have anything that would help with this my is not really my uh, thing
1: no but i mean i would still give you understanding numenera because you're using those skills to attempt to work with Numenera. Okay. Like your understanding is informing your actions. Okay. I'll be pretty loose with these things to help you all make it through.
2: All right. I will do that then. Ooh, not 20.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. You open that right on up. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. And Inside you see that there are several connections and you just you can they actually match the colors of what Raidu called up to you. You can see that the blue ones go naturally to an area where you're like, oh, okay, that looks like it feeds through to the power source. And with a NAT 20, you get a major effect. So What do you think the major effect for getting this panel open would be?
2: Hmm. I'd like it to be, being able to open it would cause like a certain light on the buttons to, to light up a certain way that would give me a better understanding of like the written version of this language so I could try to understand the other buttons, but I don't know if that would work for this.
1: You know what? I'm willing to say that you have turned on a...
2: Like a translator, a universal translator?
1: Well, no, sort of, so. A speak and spell. That's (laughs) That's that's, true, because if it would
2: just say it out loud, then I would understand it. Exactly, and um, not
1: ADA compliance, but what is, it's it's something like that where it's like if they couldn't see someone who.
2: Oh, like a screen reader?
1: A screen reader, yeah. You are able to turn on a screen reader that actually says in their language and you're able to translate what the symbols mean. Because that 20 was a big deal at a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> I so want to no, go what you've done is for this panel and medbay, you've been able to turn that feature on so that if you hover your hand over the symbol, it will tell you what that symbol will do.
2: Okay. Um, Tina's gonna hover her hand over all of the symbols until she finds one that says like, power off or something like basically whatever what they're looking for to like shut down the power to what's blocking the doors and potentially the power to just this station that's creating the Numenera
1: so as you're going through you start are you starting with the symbols that you already are semi-familiar with like yeah sure the recipe
2: yeah yeah that would be great
1: okay (laughs) As you're going through, you see the one for the the first one for the recipe, and then you hit the second one and the third one. And basically the recipe is for building a new Monera that transforms complex beings into a portion of the cure that they have come up with for their disease. And so it affects the entire grouping so that they can then harvest updated DNA, dna sequence or the updated medical sequence they need for their cure to bring back create healthier versions of themselves does that make sense
2: so all of the villagers basically the plan was to like if one of those creatures were alive the plan would be to like harvest all of the villagers to create a cure mm-hmm.
1: if you want to do an intellect intellectual maybe unless you can you know what just think back to the two medical vats and what you did.
2: Well, my question, my next question would be, um, was that the um, the recipe that I just looked at, was it just for the rod or was it for the new, the whole new Numenera? It was
1: just the rod. Because remember, the recipe was, was all that Daxum brought back was the rod.
2: Okay.
0: And there, there were several new Numenera.
2: Mm-hmm. So it seems like if we brought um, like an entire villager and put it in one of the med bays it would probably like dissolve that person to create a new like a healthy version of this species that died off that would be possibility yeah would be tiona's guess which she shares like she's updating everyone as as she's experimenting with this so that riley wasn't just like sitting in silence wondering when they'll have a chance to do anything but be underneath this platform
3: considering pressing buttons you know <laughs> it's been so quiet <laughs>
2: <Everybody abreast. laughs>
3: also i just wanted to mention this real quick i love how in order to turn on the speak and spell they literally had to get underneath the panel and like activate the speak and spell like as this race they're like no we're gonna be really compliant and helpful of individuals that can't see but also we're gonna make it really hard for them to get to it
2: well was probably a button that turns it on that i just didn't know about because i couldn't read it Or a really
3: bad, like really, really, really
0: complex allegory. Just saying.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure that there's somewhere on that panel that a creature who is used to these things would be able to just get to and turn that feature on. Yeah. Whatever. And (laughs) I will say that it has definitely been an hour since you started. So let's drop everyone down those three points on their fatigue scale. Ugh, i thought so it was one point per hour it's three points for the first one and they're after one point so since rylu fell by three now they'll fall by just one
0: cool oh, uh, oh so that'll be the same for me then too
1: oh had you already hit zero on one of yours no oh okay yeah so everyone just falls by one
2: and it's right. the lowest one that falls by one
1: yes your lowest one falls by one so is anyone at zero on anything
2: yes i am at zero on intellect
1: all
0: right, all right almost there one one more hour
1: okay so any effort you expend from now on will cost one extra point for the level all right that's where we're at you have discovered all of this and you thought back on the other creature what else are you trying to figure out with your speak and spell abilities
2: Um, Tiana wants to try to like hover over the buttons uh, that seem to have activated the entire recipe for the bigger piece of Numenera to try to figure out the rod plus the three things affixed to it, what all of that together would do.
1: Were you watching that? I mean, was all of that done? Well, I think the being started all of that while you were coming down from upstairs. So I don't know that you saw all of that.
2: Oh, I thought that it was like the full recipe of like a bunch of things that we saw. And like the last one seemed like it was highlighted by Daxum, we thought. There was, Mm. uh, Was they pulled up a
1: holographic sort of like recipe list Mm -hmm. for doing stuff, but that's no longer up.
2: Okay, so could I try to like hover over the buttons to try to find like a, like last, like most recent recipe button or something like that?
1: Sure. You can see if there's like a memory feature and whatnot. What is Hillian doing while all of this is happening?
0: I don't know. I think Hillian may have like just sat down, uh, still holding the rope, maybe playing with Jacques (laughs) a bit. You know, I think they'd get a little bored and maybe crawl towards the edge and poke, you know, his head over and be like, Right,
3: Ralu, you? you you doing okay you down there? Yes, just uh just taking a taking a rest. I got oh oh uh so I did find a platform down here. So if just so if anybody wants to I don't know, join me or, or let go of the rope and do your own thing. It's I, I'm I'm sitting in a chair, it's quite comfy. Oh
0: no, Diona's doing the translation thing. Um and so there's a lot of gibberish going on it's very confusing um uh, uh you know jacques up here um and we're playing a little bit but you know it gets a little lonely um being up here nothing happening
3: um how's it how's it down there so, so far it's it's good i mean i'm i'm not dying so that's nice hillian would would you like me to sing you a song i know that always entertains you
0: yeah yeah I mean, or tell me a story whichever is fine
3: um I think, yeah, oh that's that's sweet. I love that. Uh is gonna tell Hillian a story and it's one of it's one of uh, of Hillian's favorite stories. It's the story about um, this adventurer who owned a menagerie and they had <laughs> they had this portable menagerie and uh, and they at one point they got robbed and this person actually went through these these trials and tribulations to recover their pets that they love so much yeah that's a
0: great story i love that
3: one especially with the glass goose that's my favorite of the menagerie i keep telling you one day i'll get you a glass goose hilly and if we ever find one it's yours
0: oh i i don't know jacques might become a little bit jealous
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's lovely i guess that's what's happening with them Tina's not mentioning this to anyone. They're just doing the translation on their own.
2: No, yeah, she's telling everyone what's going on. Like yes. that's how she was able to say what yeah. she suspected the rod did and what she suspected mm-hmm. um, why she suspects the the creature came back to life, but was not fully healed yet.
3: So I, I okay. So I know that um that you can actually like understand these things now because I I knew that you were like translating it, but out of the out of the my lack of knowledge of things, it could have been like, oh, you found something. You know what I mean.
2: I mean, she tried to convey that as well as much as she could, but she's also like now, like hyper focused on trying to figure out what's going on here. So it's possible that it wasn't clear that she's able to translate the buttons now, but like that is what she's doing.
3: Gotcha. Well, after Rilo's done keeping uh, talking to Hillian and just having that cute moment, um, I feel like Hillian's the baby, and I love it. Rilo will be like, "All right, so the symbols that I mentioned, do, are they are there any up there? And do you know what they do? And I'll re-describe them to you."
2: okay tina will look for those on the the panel there to try to hover over them and see if she can get a translation
1: i love how blasé T- tuna is about finding this translation thing they're like oh all right well step two it's fine
2: <laughs> well that's why she's like hyper focused on it now like, <laughs> let everyone know what happened and i was like okay now i can figure something out let's do this so she like didn't show excitement but at this point she's like hard at work now and is like don't like as soon as Riley started telling Hillian a story, she like glared over her shoulder like, I'm trying to work.
3: <laughs> I feel like we have this worked out. Like, listen, when, when one parent is busy, the other one entertains the child. <laughs> not that Hillian is like that, but sometimes Hillian is like that. Oh, Hillian's totally like that. <laughs> like if he's, if
0: he's not being entertained, he's going to be off pushing buttons or wandering away.
3: <laughs> I love that though. Hillian's my favorite.
1: As you're going through, you're able to see and say your way through this thing and discover that to shut the power off down below, based on the symbols that you have without shutting off the platform and without shutting off this device that is allowing you to find out what's going on with the Numenera that you have accidentally built, have that all that uh, Railu has to do is reach in and move the three, just detach the three black conduits from the center part. And it will short circuit the door blockage thing Riley for that. It'll just be a speed TD three after your electric shock. I'm tempted to push it up to a TD four (laughs) because that was pretty painful for you.
3: (laughs) It was shocking.
1: I don't know how afraid, how afraid would. Riley B. of that happening again.
3: So here's the thing. I actually feel like this happens to Ryalu a lot because I have that thing with uh, Tiyuna that says that whenever I'm around electrical things, I get shocked. So <laughs> I feel like this is more of a Wednesday normal, every time I'm with Tiuna this happens instead of like a, oh God, I almost died.
1: Okay, I feel like that's super fair, sure. So we'll leave it as a, a TD three.
3: All right. Uh, careful movements and to not touch that conduit again.
1: Yeah, sure. You can cool. down to two and you just have to do three separate rolls. Add oh,
3: cool. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Just. I'm glad you mentioned that. <laughs> um okay so uh I'm not gonna I don't even have the effort and speed to spend on that so I'm not even gonna
1: bother all right so the first one let's see what you got
3: all right who's ready for some twos 18
1: all right you know what that's good enough that I'll say that you only have to make one more roll
3: Do-do-do-do. and come on, come on please said... be good
1: 18 again. Whoa. Nice. All right. So, with that, I'll actually say that you're able to do it. The door energy shuts off. And you actually notice that the light from Hillian, you notice that the lights from above, that all of the blue lights you were seeing from up there, everything has shut off going up in that direction except for the normal green lights. And (laughs) 18, you don't have to do any rolls to get back up over the edge. Right, we oh. onto the platform because y'all are in trouble.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Um. It looks like the path is clear. We 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 should go up at least to that grand hallway and and take a rest up there, get get some sleep.
2: Um, I'll meet you all up there. I just like I want to find this recipe list and try to figure out what this piece of Numenara does. Like I I'm onto something here. Let me just finish this and then I'll I'm happy to leave. And potentially never come back.
0: I, okay. I don't think we should all leave separately. So I'll just hold on to Jacques so he doesn't try to help anymore. All right. That would be
1: lovely. I will tell you that if that is your plan, I need to know right now so that while everyone else is sleeping, we can deduct from your pools because it is not going to be a short sequence to go through and find i mean there are at least what eight pieces of numenera you have not discovered what they do going through and figuring that out is going to take you hours i'm happy to let you do it but remember for every hour you lose one point because you're you have one at zero Mm -hmm. go down by one point until you go through your damage track
2: well i mean Tiana's thought process for this would be basically like, yes, there are like maybe she'll find a list of like eight things, but she only needs to know what like these three more things do. So like if she can figure out like, oh, this, the, this series seems to correspond to something else, then she'll like fast track that one and just focus on the ones that seem like they correspond to the three that she needs. So like at this point, she is like, she is interested in Numenera. This is the thing that they came here to try to figure out, like she's going to be focused on this. Okay.
1: So let's do three percentile rolls, high or low on each one. So for the first one, high or low? High. All right, let's see the roll. Mm. 35. So that is two hours. That's drop your speed or might, whichever one, uh, your, your might by two. Hillian and Rylu, you two are just napping or sleeping while Tuna does this.
0: I'll rest for an hour. For one of them so I can get a recovery roll in.
1: Okay. I don't know if
3: it's going to work, but Riley will straight up just be like, all right, you do that. I am going to sleep and I'll pull out my uh, sleeping bag and okay. like curl up to this rightmost um, uh, medical table because I want to not be exposed on all sides.
1: Okay. Yeah. So that's the one where the the being came out of. So you're going to curl up next to that one. Yeah. And you will just go to sleep.
3: So- if, yeah, if it works.
1: If if nothing wakes me up. No, no, you're fine. All right, so.
0: And Alien's H- gonna be like sitting about five feet from Tuna since you know she's awake and uh, be playing with uh with Jacques the whole time.
1: All right. And Tuna, you can roll one more time and high low percentage. Uh- There'll be two more of those, or you can decide I need a break. Uh hi. Okay. Oof. That's two more points out of your might roll with the 33. Will Tina keep going, or will Tiyuna think, I might need to break? She's going to keep going. All right, high or low?
2: <laughs>
3: <sighs> Got to hit some point. This is so on point for Tiyuna. I love this. Like, I just imagine a hacker sequence just flashing in front of the screen.
2: <laughs> um, I'll try high one more time. Okay.
1: Oh, my God. A nine. God. <laughs> okay, so your might pool drops to zero, and you are now debilitated. So, debilitated, as a status is, you cannot take any action other than to move slash crawl an immediate distance. If your speed is zero, you cannot move at all. So, basically, you pass out from staying up and working on this until you were too exhausted to do anything else. But, you did get the information you wanted, and next well, that's time, what matters. <laughs> we will explain all of the new Numenera oh my god okay
3: yeah now you get to make up what all of it does Calric shut up
1: <laughs> alright well thank you all for putting up with this absolutely insane amount of stuff that has happened here just in trying to discover what all of this magic Numenera sciency, ninth world stuff does we will catch up with you next time I'm Kelric, and you can find me at at Cormelon on Twitter or at EQ Points for all things experience points.
2: Uh, I'm Jess. You can find me on Twitter at WriteJessR, or you can find all of my social and all the various podcasts and shows and whatever I do at WriteJess.com.
0: I'm Kenny. You can find me on Twitter at PunderDrone.
3: I'm Aaron. You can find me on Twitter at SpacePersona.
1: Thank you very much. Bye.
3: <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to Cuminera, an Exquerian's Points Podcast. Are your ears burning for another podcast? We cannot recommend enough checking out our sister podcast, Roll to Fail. There are six friends who have no business behind the mic, or even rolling dice. If you like what we create, then you should check out our other two podcasts on our network. The original Exquerian's Points Podcast is a Starfinder game that releases every Wednesday if you are new to the pod, it's an almost year-long homebrewed adventure adventure would by Miu, whom you can find on Twitter, at MiuPlaysGames. The story follows an unlikely crew brought together by Fate. They forge their path through the Pact Worlds and beyond, leaving the chaos of shenanigans in their wake. Want to find out what happens in the final stream of Puntime Slasher? I have good news for you, streaming was delayed to this coming Monday, April 29th. Don't worry if you aren't able to join us live, you can watch this session on demand on the Xquerian's Points Twitch. Coming on April 30th, this campaign will be released as a monthly podcast. Stay up to date on all three Xquerian's Points Network podcasts at EQ Points on Twitter and on Xquerian'sPoints.com. Pardon our dust as I continue updates on the website. Thank you so much for listening.